All right. You know what it is? You know who it is? I'm back. Episode two of the Skinny Boy Says Podcast. So I hope you guys enjoyed episode one. If you did, no one really told me if they listened. Uh, a couple people told me that they listened. But um, if you did listen and you enjoyed it, thank you for tuning in for the 13 people that did. Episode two is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to do my first book review. So over the past few months, uh, if you listened in, I've been trying to do a lot of, you know, soul searching and trying to find ways to better myself. And reading has been a huge part of that. Uh, I've looked into different books that I can read with, you know, things that I needed to work on in my life, things that I think could have been a little bit better. And, you know, I found the top rated books in those areas or books that people recommended to me. And I've read a lot over the past three months. And I wasn't really someone who read a lot before. I actually, you know, sat down and left time in my day to read. And I can say that it's been one of the best things I've done because I've gotten a lot of information from a lot of great books and a lot of great people that written the books and been a part of the books that I wouldn't have gotten if I didn't. Also, it's given me kind of a way to relax a little bit more and focus on myself and know that that little half hour before I go to bed is something that I can focus on and will help me sleep better. And, you know, just another way to learn more. So, you know, the, the book I'm going to review today is boundaries by Dr. Henry cloud and Dr. John Townsend. Uh, the title is boundaries, when to say yes, how to say no to take control of your life. So boundaries are something that As I've looked into more and read about more and talked about more and thought about more with myself, I realized that, you know, they're very tough and a lot of people have boundary issues. They, they're, they're tough. They're tough to set. Uh, Boundaries can be, you know, looked at in a bad way by a lot of people. Uh, They can look at, you know, there's a lot of fears that are involved with it. There's a lot of myths that are involved with it. And that's one of the things I got from this book that was really cool. So what I kind of want to do is I'm not going to go too into detail about the book because there's a lot of good information, but uh, I'm going to go over the general pros and cons of the book and then, you know, the information that I took and what I did with it. And then hopefully you guys can either read the book or, you know, talk to me a little bit more about it and I can go into more detail. But so first I kind of want to start off before I get into the book with I want to challenge you guys to try to read a little bit more just because it's been so beneficial to me and I've gotten so much information from it. You know, I I think reading one book a month is something that is very realistic for a lot of you. And, you know, keeping it nonfiction, I think, is best. So, you know, take 30 minutes each night and read before you go to bed. You know, stick, like I said, stick with nonfiction if you can, something that's a little bit more information based. You know, there's a lot of cool ways that I think, I think people, you know, there's a lot of good books out there that people can learn from. And, you know, the ones that I'm going to go over in the next few weeks are going to be really good. And if if you guys want me to keep doing this, let me know. But, um, you know, this is something that I started doing about two and a half months ago. And I do it half hour before I go to bed for the most part. I was reading a little bit more through the day, but I decided to keep it half hour at night. And then if I have more time or, you know, during the day that I can, then I maybe I sneak in some reading there. But 30 minutes before I go to bed, uh, not only do I get to, you know, 
take a second to learn more information and, you know, put myself in a learning state as much as I can. But it gives me a way to wind down before bed. Uh, it gets me away from my screen on my phone and, you know, it gets you ready for sleep. It puts you in a position for your mind to, you know, kind of relax. And that can be your wind down cue. And I don't think a lot of people have winding down cues. I think too many people go from the stimulation of a busy day or, you know, stressful day, something happens at work, something happens with your kids, something happens with your significant other, and then you just kind of look online to distract yourself. You stare at the phone or you're doing something that's just kind of putting you in a state of just anger or anxiety, and then you just try to go to bed, and then you wonder why you can't sleep, and then your first thing is, oh, I, you know, I need this or this to help me sleep. I need this or this to help me sleep. This drug, this medicine, this, you know, concoction of a drink, but all you really need to do is just take the time to kind of learn how to wind down and you'll sleep a lot better. You'll sleep through the night. And, you know, again, I'm trying to stay in my lane with a lot of this stuff, but from experience, you know, winding down and not just looking at your phone for a half hour before you go to bed, scrolling through, looking at things that are meant to pique your interest and get a certain reaction out of you for, you know, whether it's selling purposes or emotional purposes and like, telling you stories and that's going to put a certain stigma in your head and it's going to give you a certain stimulation that your mind's going to react a certain way subconsciously without you even reacting you know so being able to step away from that find a book on a topic that you like or you know something you want to learn about and just dive into it for a half hour sometimes it turns into an hour you know just be able to do that and that'll put you in a position where you can actually start to wind down learn something that's interesting to you and you know sleep a little bit better so, you know, it doesn't have to be reading, but, you know, find something that is non-tech related to focus on for 20 to 30 minutes, whether that's writing, whether that's, you know, writing poetry or just, you know, a journal. Another thing I do before I go to bed is journaling. So I have a journal and I write, you know, there's, it's like a guided journal. So there's questions that I answer throughout the day and things that I put in there through my schedule. So that's something I fill out before I go to bed and I kind of just take my time, reflect on my day. You know, the questions that's usually asked are what is a victory from the day and then how can I improve? So it's a pretty cool way to kind of rethink about your day, reflect, come up with new ideas for the next day. Kind of like that four seasons of learning that I was talking about last episode. Uh, it puts you in a good mindset to, you know, you're doing through the day. You think about the little victories you had and then you figure out ways to improve from those victories and try to keep that going. And then, you know, focus on that and get better. So I guess to start off with this book, there was only one big con I had about this book boundaries. And it was that it was, uh, overly religious. So the guys who wrote it are, I want to say pastors or something like that. They are not exactly sure, but they are religious themselves and a lot of this and I, I, this was my fault before I bought it I guess it does say that it's based kind of biblically and I didn't see that I kind of just saw it was the highest ranked book so I got it but it, it kind of it kind of overshadowed a lot of the really good information not that religion is bad in my eyes but like it was almost too much like they every fact they had was followed by a bible verse and I really think it was something that could have been done without it. Uh, and they had a whole section kind of relaying it back to 
you know, boundaries and God. So, you know, I think this book could have been a lot better if it wasn't as religious as it was, but you know, it, it still had a lot of really good information and, you know, going into the pros, there was a lot that this book offered and I, you, I can tell why it was a very high rated book. So, you know, it goes into detail about how to set boundaries. That's one of the first things it goes into. So, you know, part one is what are boundaries? It goes into a day of a boundaryless life, which I thought was really cool. So it gives you a story about a woman who doesn't have any boundaries in her life, doesn't know how to set boundaries. And she goes throughout her day, constantly getting pulled in different directions, being treated poorly by people, being abused by people. And, you know, at the end of the night being thinking, you know, what am I going to do? I'm unhappy. This doesn't make any sense to me. What am I going to do? And, you know, it, it then goes into what an I like it gives you an idea of what a boundary looks like. So, you know, where do you start with that stuff? What does it look like? Uh, what are problems that arise usually with people without boundaries? How are boundaries developed? You know, the laws of the 10 laws of boundaries, which was really cool. And then the common myths of boundaries. Uh, I thought all those were really good information. Uh, it gives you a really good idea of one, where do you even start with building a boundary? So a boundary is obviously something where you kind of put your foot in the sand or draw a line and are like, you know, I'm not doing this or I don't like doing this or, you know, that's just too much and that's not good for me. And a lot of people look at boundaries as selfish. And, you know, I was someone who, I, I mean, I'm just starting off on this process of building good boundaries, but, you know, it's, it's something that, a lot of people struggle with because of what they think is going to happen if they set boundaries or, you know, what their people are going to perceive them as if they set boundaries. And one of the biggest things I did to help me with this, and I think it's a really cool thing to do is, you know, figure out your values first. So there's a lot of cool things you can do with that. There's a couple websites you can go to that you can kind of like fill out value cards. And this will kind of give you an idea of what your biggest values are in your life and then from there you you have to put those at the top and build boundaries from there I, I think a lot of people uh, don't know their own values and they don't know their own priorities in life and I think it's something that they need to figure out and that's something that will help the process of creating boundaries and make it a lot easier so you know what I did was after I read this book I figured out my values uh, I went to a website that I can't find, I don't know off the top of my head, but I can find it and put it somewhere in my link on Instagram. Uh, and, you know, I filled out the, the deck of cards. There's a deck of cards that you pick through and you kind of go through and pick your top five values. It's pretty hard. You start off with 50 and then you have to pick your top 15 and then you whittle that down to 10 and then you whittle those 10 down to five. And then those five values are like supposed to be what, in your life at this moment is most important to you. So, you know, once you do that, that gives you a good idea of like, all right, what am I chasing? What is it that I'm getting after? And it helps a lot with building a boundary around that because you can look at, all right, if my top value is, you know, one of my top values was health. So, you know, and what does that look like? Uh, working out every day, making sure that my main concern is working out and giving an hour to myself for this type of stuff where I'm kind of learning and you uh, utilizing information to make my life better. So I have to give myself an hour to work out at least an hour and a half, somewhere around there. And then a half hour to an hour of, you know, self 
exploration time, I guess I'll call it. And I have to create boundaries so those things do not stop. Like, I have nothing in the way of me getting those because they're one of my top values at the moment. And I, I can't let anything else get in the way of that. So my boundaries with that is, you know, this time of the day, I'm working out. Don't bother me. Uh, don't ask me to really do anything. And, you know, at the end of the night, this time of the day or, you know, these times during the day, whatever that is. Sometimes it changes with the schedule, but, you know, this hour is dedicated for me. I'm going to be doing this and I can't really go any other way with that. So if you need me, I'll do it after or before. Give me a heads up. But during this time, this is what I'm going to be doing and it's for me. So and people have a lot of problems with that. One, because, you know, you sound like an ass if someone's like, yo, I need you to help me with this. And it's like in that hour that you're supposed to be, you're, you got to, you know, this is for your own health and this is for your own, you know, mental sanity. Cause at, you know, a lot of starting a business is pleasing people. And to a certain degree, you know, when someone asks a question or wants something, I'm, I've always been in the mindset of, I know the answer, then just let me do it. And you know, that's not always great. And setting boundaries on that stuff and letting people know, you know, uh, you, you can only do so much in a day. And when I wasn't setting time for myself before, you know, I wasn't, I was letting other things get in the way, other people's asks or, uh, needs get before mine. And then it got to a point where, like I said, you know, I was kind of feeling tired and, you know, resentment and just kind of almost a feeling of burnt out. And it, I, it was because I wasn't setting boundaries. So, you know, looking at reading this book was kind of just like an eye opener because, you know, I think a lot of people read this book and put themselves in their those shoes, especially those with kids and in like a, a relationship of like marriage, because that's a lot of where this book is centered around. And, you know, looking at that was, you know, I, I guarantee you a lot of people can read that and they'd be like, oh, that's me. Or like, yep, that's me every day at work. Or, yep, that's me every day with, you know, my wife or husband. So, it's something that I think too many people are scared of doing. And I think once you start setting those boundaries, it's, it's game changing because, you know, people will respect you more and you'll, you'll start to see, you'll open your eyes to a lot of things because, you know, the, one of the things this book does really well is it splits up boundaries by different sections. So it goes, you know, boundaries with your family, boundaries with your friends, boundaries with your spouse, boundaries with your children, boundaries with work, boundaries and the digital age, meaning like cell phones and apps and all that stuff, and then boundaries in yourself, and then boundaries in God. So, you know, the boundaries in family, it goes in, you know, how do you set boundaries with your kids? How do you set boundaries with your significant other in like the family setting? So, you know, it goes into a lot of the kids and the dad come home from work and the wife's just cooking and, you know, she sets dinner at a certain time, but no one shows up or, you know, the kids don't eat yet. And the husband is late from work and doesn't really show that he cares or anything. So she leaves the food out, gets cold. And then they complain about the food being cold and just takes you down this entire path of what it looks like. And, you know, one of the things that they talk about is setting a time. I'm set, I'm cooking dinner at seven. If you're there, it's ready. If not, figure it out yourself. Started doing that and everyone was showing up to dinner. And, you know, the, the boundaries with friends, you know, a lot of people have friends to this point in their life 
and unfortunately, because they never set boundaries. And a lot of these people are abusing their time or using their time in the wrong way and giving them, you know, the this almost fake friendship. And, you know, one of the things they go over is a, a girl talking to her friend and she only calls when she's got problems. And this girl always listens. She's always there, always helping. But other than that, she never calls. So the the girl calls back one like at the end of the book, they kind of go over everything again. And she's like, listen, I'm not you know, I have problems, too. If I call, you know, I want to be heard as well. And, you know, the girl never calls back, basically. And, you know, some of this, the 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 parts about building boundaries, which is scary to some people because you're going to lo- there's going to be people you're going to lose because some people are just there to abuse your time and not really listen or, you know, they're they're in a relationship with you because they're getting something out of it, not because, you know, it's beneficial for both of you. And you need to kind of realize that and set boundaries to realize that, you know, you should be your number one priority. And once you do that, you know, like I said, a lot of things are going to open up in your life and you're going to start seeing a lot of different things. So as I said, this book kind of goes into boundaries with your spouse, your children, your work, your digital age, yourself. And it gives you scenarios where you can kind of put yourself in those shoes and then look at it and be like, all right, so, this is what, you know, this is what it feels like and kind of gets that thought process rolling and gives you specific examples of each section. So, you know, what kind of what your next steps are. So, you know, I, I got a lot of information out of that. Um, and I, I started building out a list myself. So, you know, I started with what did I start with I started with work, um, you know, communication boundaries, working boundaries, like actual working boundaries. And then, you know, other things, my personal life, uh, social life, my family, you know, relationships, things like that, where, you know, writing it down on paper, I I think, I don't know the exact stat. I'm pretty sure if you write something down on paper, you're like 42% more likely to do it. So, you know, writing it down on paper, repeat it, read it out loud to yourself, let yourself hear it saying it. And, you know, that will be very beneficial to you. And, starting the process of building boundaries it's not going to be like tonight you go write down a boundary and then you know tomorrow you're just going to implement it and that's it because you know some boundaries aren't realistic some aren't enough you got to kind of figure it out and find what works for you and your life at that point but make sure you have to understand that if you don't have your values in order it's going to be a lot harder to set a boundary if you don't know what you're chasing after and you don't know what you want out of that boundary it's going to be a lot harder to set the boundary so i think the number one thing is you know if you guys want help on that, I can find the link and I'll put it somewhere so you guys can use it. Um, figure out your values. Try to figure that out. Go through that process. Um, you know, I think that one of the good things this book did as well was talk about the myths and the truths of boundaries. And then, you know, it goes into how you can measure success. It goes into what will happen once you set boundaries, which I thought was really cool because, you know, there was a couple things that I was thinking of, like I kind of talked about. It's like, you know, if I set a boundary, am I going to be looked at as difficult? Am I, if I set a boundary, am I going to look at as like an ass now who's just kind of like, you know, just worrying about himself and being selfish and like, you know, cause this, you know, like I, and I've said this before, my, my goal in life is to help, you know, my goal is to, you know, learn this information and pass it on and in hopes that someone will get something and change their life over it, you know? So, and I think that's people who write, books like this is their goal is to, you know, share their information, their knowledge that someone will see it and benefit from it. So when I'm looking at something like that and I'm trying to share the information, I don't want to be like, 
you know, I never want to seem like a selfish person because that's not my intent. And I think, I think the one thing that I've learned the most over the last three months is that like learning your intent and knowing what your intent is should help you tremendously. Because if you know what your intent is behind something, whether, you know, and be honest with yourself, if you know what your intent is behind something and you get the result or don't get the result you want, then, you know, look at your intent Is it, was, was it, you know, are you doing something for someone just to get something in return? Or are you doing something for someone because you actually care about that person and you just want them to get better? You know, I think a lot of people are doing things for with expectations of getting stuff in return. And then when you don't, you get disappointed and then you get disappointed. And then, you know, it just takes you down this rabbit hole of hating that person eventually. So, you know, boundaries, you know, setting clear boundaries gives the other person and yourself expectate like clear expectations of what is going to happen. And, you know, I think this happens a lot at jobs. I think this happens a lot in the workplace in general where, you know, you, you're told one thing when you go into a job and then hundreds of more things are added to your plate, or you're told you're going to do all this stuff at a job and it's happens both ways. You're going to get all this responsibility and you're going to get, you know, all this opportunity and then you get none of it. And I think that setting those boundaries yourself and knowing what your values are is going to be crucial because it's going to put you in the right direction and it'll help you not waste time. I think a lot of people waste time in jobs and, you know, life, uh, things like events because, you know, they don't know what they want out of it. And if they know just in general, what their main purpose of doing something is, it makes things a lot easier because you can see from the beginning, all right, I don't really need to be doing this, or this isn't really matching up with my main values right now. Are my values wrong? Or am, is this just not, you know, is this not adding up? And that's the question you'll have to obviously come to an answer with by yourself. But, you know, being able to set boundaries also puts you in a position where you're going to learn, you know, you're going to learn who's there for you, who's there to just use you. And it's going to be tough at first, you know, there's going to be people who you thought were friends and you thought were good family and you thought were, you know, good people to be around and they end up not being, but you know, it's just, it's just part of the process of learning and it's just part of the process of getting better. Uh, there's there's going to be times in your life when, unfortunately, you have to say no to a good thing to find a great thing. And once you once you realize that, you know, you, we got to take the actions ourselves to build that stuff, it, comes, it becomes a lot easier to do. And, you know, I think a, a, a lot of that begins at boundaries, uh, you know. I think the friends one is a huge thing. Uh, I think relationships are a huge thing with boundaries that don't get set. And then that creates the disappointment and, you know, the feeling of rejection and loss a lot of the time. And, you know, work is another one. You know, I, I, I can see in this book, they give a really, a really good example of the girl who was, you know, always being stopped by her boss to add more work to her plate while he was, you know, saying, ah, I can't do it because of this and this. And she just always said yes. And then it would leak into her personal life. And then her, it would leak into, you know, time with her kids. And then her kids were suffering because, you know, she wasn't able to give the time of that. And she just said that was enough. So I think something in that field is very relatable to people. And like I said, I think if, you know, a lot of you guys can take the time to figure all this out, it's going to benefit you in a way that you'll, you really can't imagine at this moment because it, it's hard to it's hard to put into words what boundaries is going to do for somebody 
without actually doing it themselves. It's just going to give you a new level of freedom because, you know, you can feel better knowing that people know what they're going to expect from you. And you can also feel better that you'll, you'll never get taken advantage of because people feel taken advantage of when they don't set that boundary and they don't tell someone, I don't like this. I like this. I don't want to do this. I do want to do this. So if they don't set clear boundaries and no one's telling them, everyone wants to set the boundaries in their head. You know, like they want to, they, they have a rough idea of what it is. It might not be specific, but they know when they don't like something, they know when they like something. So putting that out there and exploring it is crucial because you'll never get taken advantage of. If you know what your intentions are in life, if you know what your boundaries are in life, you know what your values are in life. You know, if you put yourself in a position where you're doing something that doesn't match your values, then yeah, if you get taken advantage of, that's your fault. You know, if you do something that, you know, you set a clear boundary and then continuously don't follow through with that boundary and you feel like you're getting taken advantage of, that's your fault. You know, you can't just please these people constantly and, you know, you're not going to please everybody. So putting that in that position and that mindset and thinking about it in that way and then starting to read more about what a boundary looks like, how to actually set a boundary. Um, like I said, this book goes, part one is what are boundaries, boundary conflicts. So, you know, they go into how to set boundaries with your family, what it looks like, you know, guilt plays a huge part in that. They go over, you know, a mom who wants to spend time with her son, but the, her mom comes over, the grandma of the kid comes over and is like, oh, I guess if you don't hang out with me, I'm just going to go home and sit by myself. And they guilt you into sitting there for conversation for however long. And I, you know, uh, that a lot of people don't know how to deal with guilt and they can't say no to it when they get that guilty feeling and they, you know, they're wasting time. And, you know, one of the things that happens in, you know, uh, with your children is that kids are like, oh, you don't love me anymore. You don't love me if you don't do this to me. You don't love me if you don't give me this money. And parents cave and they give it to them because they don't want their kids to ever feel like they're unloved. And, you know, showing them certain ways and certain rules and certain boundaries and expectations of what they need to do to receive, you know, something is very good for raising them. And, you know, there's a lot of different aspects that goes into and how to set a boundary and the conflicts that are going to arise with that. So the last part is developing the healthy boundaries. And, you know, it goes into resistance of boundaries. So like I said, a lot of people are fearful that when they set boundaries, they're just going to lose everybody and they're just going to lose their friends. They're going to lose their boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife. They're going to, you know, no one's going to like them or talk to them anymore. Their boss is going to hate them. Their coworkers are going to hate them. But, you know, it's really the opposite most of the time. You're, like I said, you're going to lose some people. There's going to be some people that are just not going to vibe with it because they're selfish in a bad way or, you know, they just they don't understand what a boundary looks like and they don't like hearing the word no. So with those people, you know, you just got to kick into the curb as hard as it as hard as it is, you know. Uh, you just got to kind of let them, and I, you know, I'm not perfect with this either. There's probably people in my life that I still give too much leeway to, but you know, it happens and you just got to kind of find your way to deal with it. But you know, there's resistance when you start setting boundaries, people start, you know, they're like, Oh, all right. Why? And some people are going to understand. And those are the people you want to keep around. And then some people aren't. So when there's resistance to boundaries, you got to look at, is it worth my time? explaining is it worth my time you know how do i do this how do i actually explain to someone this is my boundary now 
you know, there's a lot of good that comes with it. It goes into how to measure success with boundaries. So how do you measure if a boundary is doing good? How do you measure if a boundary is doing bad? Is it putting you in a weird position? Is it putting you in a good position? Is it just an okay boundary? Can it be increased or can it be improved? Can it be, you know, is it too much? Is it an unrealistic boundary for a lot of people? Uh, so, you know, how do you decide that? And then it ends the book with a day in the life with boundaries. So it kind of takes you through that same story as it does in the beginning. And it shows you, all right, so, you know, we just taught you all this information. We just went over all this information. This is what happens when you implement it. And the girl goes through the day, you know, she gets her kids to the bus on time because of the boundaries she's, she's set in the morning. She goes to work on time with the work that she has to complete. And when it's someone else's problem, it's someone else's problem. You know, I think a lot of people, including myself, you know, you get, especially in the service industry, when you're, you know, providing someone a service, uh, you, you almost feel responsible for someone else's uh, wins or losses. And because, you know, a lot of the time they're listening to your instruction, they're listening to your tips and cues and, you know, feedback. And if they get it, you know, it's good. If they don't, then you're like, oh man, I failed this person too. And you know, the client's like, damn, I failed this person or I failed this instructor. I failed this guy because I didn't do the rep. And you know, neither of them should feel bad. I mean, there's nothing like there's nothing you can do about it. We just got to work harder on both ends and communicate a little bit more. And that's one of the cool things I learned about the OPEX certification that I'm doing is that like, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to step back and realize that people's wins and losses aren't a reflection on you. And sometimes, you know, sometimes people just don't put their efforts in and sometimes people on the, the coaching end, especially, uh, you know, where, they're just kind of in it for the money, which is not good. And again, it's questioning your intent. If your intent is money, then like, obviously, you know, you're going to be chasing something else and your, your, uh, your focus is going to be somewhere else there. So, you know, being able to step back and realize that you're not responsible for the other person and, you know, you're there to help them. You're always there to help them. You're always there to give feedback and cues. But, you know, with that information, they have to be, willing and able to put that together to form a plan and, you know, put the work in that's necessary. And once you learn that, you know, these boundaries are going to help you in a lot of ways more than just telling people I'm not doing this, you know, because it's going to give people are going to respect you when you can have boundaries and you can say no to certain things and certain people because, you know, your time is valuable and anybody's time is valuable. Everybody's time is valuable, regardless of, you know, it, it's too valuable to just give up to anything and not know for yourself what you're going to get out of it. So, you know, to kind of wrap this up, I think step one, I think you guys should figure out your values. If you want to write this down, go ahead. So step one would be find out your values. And like I said, I'll put that link somewhere. Step two, I think is you guys should either, you know, read this book or look into boundaries, look into a little bit more of like, you know, how do you set a boundary? What does a boundary look like? And, you know, use your values. Use your values to set boundaries. Make sure that those boundaries are in order and in line with your values. Otherwise, you're going to be very confused. And that's where a lot of people find a lot of confusion in life and struggle is that what they want isn't matched by their boundaries or their boundaries aren't set and they're not getting what they want and they don't know why. So, 
Step one, find your values. Step two, set your boundary. Oh, I should say learn about boundaries. So find this book uh, or online videos, something like that. Learn about boundaries any way you can. And then step three would be to implement your boundaries. I'm writing this down too. And then step four is live a happy life. Ain't that the truth? Live a happy life. Period, exclamation point. So once you guys get that in order and you start figuring all that stuff out, I promise you, you're going to see some good results. And, you know, like I said, if you guys have any questions on this stuff or any more questions about the book, I have the copy if someone wants to borrow it and read it. Uh, if not, you know, I'll just give it to someone for Christmas maybe. How's that for a gift? A used book. But, you know, like I said, look into this stuff. It's really valuable and will really, you know, give you a sense of knowing what you want in life and then making sure that your actions repeat that and reflect your boundaries. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed this book review. Uh, if you like this, please let me know. If not, let me know. I have like six more books I'd like to review and I'm, I'm continuously going to be reading. So, you know, I'll add to that list as I keep going. If there's anything you guys want to hear me talk about, let me know. And, you know, I'm always around. Skinny boy is here. And I will see you guys next week. Peace out.